Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, and welcome to Journey into Passion with me, Anike S., on Everyday Folks Radio. It is now 2 p.m. on June 8, 2019, and I welcome you to the show. Thank you for tuning in, and welcome to those of you who are tuning in for the first time. I thank you so much, all of you, for tuning in today. Now, during each show, I always hope that you will be inspired and encouraged as we continue on our journeys into our passions. And I hope you'll hear something that will challenge the way you normally do things so that you will go from working on your passions to realizing them while learning some valuable lessons along the way. Now, remember, if you have any questions or comments during the live broadcast, go ahead and send me an email to anikepassionjourney at gmail.com or call 347-539-5372 and then press number one on your keypad when you're ready to join the conversation. Now, I'm going to start a little differently today because I received an email from a friend of mine who just, it touched me so much. I just, I have to read it right now. She, she wrote this email based on the anniversary show, which was my last show. And if you're listening, hi, Janelle. I really appreciate you. And this is what Janelle has to say. Dear Anike, happy anniversary and congratulations on being appointed the Public Relations Director of the South Florida Writers Association. I know you'll do an amazing job. I'm going to talk to you more about that a little later. I didn't actually um, accept that position, but we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Just listening to your show, there were many nuggets that you were sharing, and I just want to encourage you to continue. You're making an impact. One of the memorable moments and leaps for me at the last time was being on your show in 2016. She was on the Love Yourself show, um, and uh, just it was a show about self-care. And so she was a part of a panel for that show that um, included um, somebody else that you know, Leslie. Uh, and uh, then Demetrius was there, and Sinwan was there, and Keisha was there. And it was a, it was a very, it was a nice show. I, I really appreciate. It. I like being on that panel discussion. And she says it was my first time being on a panel, and I and being expected to share what I had learned about self-care. I was nervous and uncomfortable, but I did it, and I was glad that I had afterwards. The lesson I'm learning even more so now than in those uncomfortable places that caused me to stretch and to do what I haven't done before are needed and can bring tremendous learning and growth opportunities when I make the choice to be bold and step out. Keep on your journey into your passion, Janelle. I just appreciate that so much because this is what I this is why I'm doing this. I'm doing this to make an impact. I'm doing this to to inspire and encourage other people and just to hear it. It's just it's a blessing. It's a beautiful thing, and I want to sh- thank Janelle so so much. And I just wanted to sh- share this, start the show that way because it just really really ah. Uh, it got my heart. I'm going to try not to cry because it really got me, and I really appreciate it. Okay. Happy birthday weekend to Dale Wilson. If you're listening, happy birthday. I hope you're having a great time. As you know, I personally feel that it is our birthright to celebrate all weekend when it falls on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. I just, I just think that way. So enjoy your birthday weekend. Also, Happy Black Music History Month, and congratulations to Jay-Z, listen to this, for becoming the first hip-hop artist to join the Billionaires Club. Did you know that? The first one, and he's only the fourth African-American person to join this list. That includes Oprah, Michael Jordan, and Robert B. Smith, now, Robert F. Smith, I'm sorry. Now, you may know, you may not know that name, but you will... Remember, he was the one that paid off the loan debt of, I think it was 400 Morehouse graduating students this year. Yes, yeah, so now you remember him, right? 
He founded the private equity firm Vista Equity Partners in 2000 and has over $46 billion in assets. So, yeah. Welcome to the Billionaire Club, Mr. Jay-Z. Now, some of you may be joining the multi-millionaire or billionaire club in the future. And remember, acts like this, including Oprah's school, Jay-Z's efforts to provide clean water to impoverished areas in Africa, and Michael Jordan's donation and being a part of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And, of course, there are so many other things, but these are just examples of what they're doing. They make a difference, and the point is to always think of making a difference in the lives of others. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to join these wealthy clubs. Don't let anybody tell you that difference. A lot of people say, well, you know, that's greed. No, not if you have a good heart and want to make a difference. It's not greed. Also, congratulations to the 2019 class. Whether you're graduating from kindergarten, high school, or college, I wish you so much success on the next steps of your life's journey. Okay, now for a Black Music History Month moment. Today, June 8th, 2000, uh, well, let's start again. On June 8th, 1968, the the song Ain't Nothing Like the Real Thing by Tammy Terrell and Marvin Gaye was number one on the R&B chart. It was written by songwriters Nick Ashford and Valerie Simpson, and it rose to number one spot only three weeks after its release. It was also the first of two number one R&B songs by Terrell and Gay. Other songs written by Ashford and Simpson for Terrell and Gay are Ain't No Mountain High Enough and All, you, and all I Need and You're All I Need to Get By. Some of you may remember that remake with um, Mary J. Yeah. Well, the original was with uh, Tammy Terrell and Marvin Gaye. You're all I need to get by. So that's your Black History Music moment. And I, I wanted to do that because Black music has been a strong influence and has been inspired in bringing it cultures. It's been, I think it's the music that brings cultures together the most. So it's worth celebrating, and I celebrate all black black music artists over the years. It's a great, great artistry. Okay, let's get into the inspirational push. So we'll begin with the definition of inspiration. Now, one of Merriam-Webster's definitions is to draw forth or bring out. So ask yourself this question. What is the thing that pushes you forward? Just think about that for a couple of minutes. What is that thing that pushes you forward? What inspires you? Is it your desire to help others? Is it your need to be creative? What drives you? Think about that throughout the show as we're talking about these various things. And also, what is the thing that you desire others to see once you realize your passion. So once you get there, wherever there is for you, what do you desire others to see? What is that inspiration? So we're going to take a look at a different side as well as we answer these questions. And the other side is, have these chaotic times caused you to become less inspired? If so, we're going to get that inspiration back. So let's dive in, and of course, I call this show the inspirational push because we need that push, especially in today's chaotic times. And I mean, let's face it, these journeys we're on, they're not easy. So we need a little boost, and it's really easy to become less inspired to do what is necessary to reach our ultimate destination. So today's show is about providing that push providing some resources, and just moving forward. So it's time to press down on the accelerator because this is the sixth month of the year on the year of realization. So we got to press down a little bit. we gotta, we got to get moving. Yeah, take that in for a minute. We're already at the halfway point. I know, I know, but don't, don't panic. We're good, we're good. 
Okay, so let's get started on the various ways that we have to provide our own inspirational push. First up is something that I have spoken about on this show many times, surrounding yourself with like-minded people. As a writer, I'm inspired every time I go to the South Florida Writers Association meetings. That is, that's, the thing that, that's the word that comes into my mind all the time, inspiration. And last Saturday, it was a great time because I watched my fellow writers get sworn in as board members. Some of them are new board members, and some of them are returning board members. And our very own Dr. Billy Jones is now overseeing the organ, organization's website. And let me, you should see the great job he did. You will, because I'll let you know when it actually launches. But he's done an outstanding job, and he's going to do an outstanding job on the board. They, he really is. And um, so I'll let you know when, when that um, website is ready. It's really, really great. So congratulations to my dear friend, colleague, and creator of the Everyday Folks Radio Network, Dr. Billy Jones, and to all of the returning and new board members, including Colleen, who is taking my, um, the spot that I was going to take as the uh, PR director for the board. Um, I, had, I, had to, I had to make a, a decision, and I'm going to talk, talk a little bit more later in the show, but it was a great decision because she has the PR background. She's going to be perfect in this, in this job. So, if, Colleen, if you're listening, congratulations to you. You're going to do an amazing, amazing job. And welcome to you and John, who's going to be doing the newsletter, and, and Rosha, who's going to be um, secretary, and she is a power, she's a powerhouse as well. So welcome, welcome, welcome to all of you. Now, whether you write, design, bake, you're going to start a business, get your inspiration with others, from others who have found success in the areas you are working towards. I get inspired by those who are published authors and who are whose writings have done amazing things and who have had amazing opportunities based on what they've done. I'm telling you, being around others who are experiencing the success you want is an excellent form of inspiration. You can also invite a person. This is something that I learned when I first started writing, and I I like this idea. You can invite a successful person to lunch, or if it's in your budget, because, you know, things can be tight, I get that. Invite them to Starbucks or maybe a less expensive place to get a cup of coffee or some hot chocolate or something and ask them if you can interview them and have some really probing questions ready to go. You'll be surprised how many successful people want to share how they became successful and really think about those questions before you you go in and ask the questions that will really help you move forward. This is not about asking the light questions and well, you know, what, what did you feel like when this happened? And No, no, no. Get into the questions that will actually help you. That's, that's key when you're having these kind of conversations. Another idea is to um, plan like a round table. This is something that I want, I'm going to do. I'm going to have a round table with a successful person there and some very powerhouse women. This is my idea. And if, you know, powerhouse women, powerhouse men, however you want to do it. But have them, have that person there who, and then just have conversations and have questions and just really get from them what you need as, as a group of people. Because maybe you, want, maybe you don't want to do a one-on-one. Maybe you may feel more comfortable in a group setting. However you do it, I encourage you to do something like that. This can be a really powerful conversation and a powerful experience. And if you do this, please invite people who are serious. Don't invite people who are on the fence and maybe they might. No, no, no. Look at what they're doing. Are they serious? Because they don't need to be in that space if they're not. You don't want to waste that powerful person's time. You want, and you want to build a relationship because based on the people that you're bringing around, you're also creating a relationship with that person. And they can be the, the, success, the successful avenue that you need. So plan well. Next, have a conversation with others who are like you 
moving towards realizing their passions. Now, I have to give a shout-out to Sylvia Wiggins. I'm not sure if you're listening or not, but Sylvia, thank you so much. I had a couple of really great conversations with her, and I encourage you to have those kinds of conversations, especially if you're feeling stuck or you're feeling like you're moving, losing direction or maybe you're feeling like well, maybe what I'm doing is not really making an impact. When you have conversations with people that remind you of how well you're doing and how you're making a difference and what they're doing to do the same, it's inspiring and can, can, can get you back on track. So if you can, I really encourage you to seek out people who to have these common conversations with and, and, and can give you ideas and, and you can feed off of each other, right? And that kind of, I say, have it towards the beginning of the week, you know, um, so that way you, it can carry you throughout the week or once a month, towards the beginning of the month, so it can carry you throughout the month. How often you, how often you can, I really encourage you to do it because I'm telling you, it, it, can, it can make a world of difference. So have one soon. All right, we are already 16 minutes in. I'm going to do a little check. You know the check that I'm doing, checking the emails, checking, let's see, checking the calls. All right, so we're good. Just want to make sure I don't want to miss anybody. And you know what to do. That 347-539-5372 is the number. Press 1 on your keypad when you're ready to join the conversation. And my email is amikaypassionjourney at gmail.com. All right. Another thing about having those conversations, getting back to the person that's on the same journey as you, you don't have to be heading in the same direction. Just be on that journey towards realizing it. You're also going to get an answer to one of the questions I posed at the beginning of the show. What is that thing that you desire others to see once you realize your passion? Because remember, we're not just realizing the passion when we get to where we're going. We're realizing it passions on the way. We're realizing things on the way. Once you start moving, once you start taking each step, each step you're realizing something. And when somebody gives you positive feedback, you're already answering that question, what you, others desire, what you desire others to see. They're giving you that feedback, and that is inspiration. Another way to realize and experience an inspirational push is to consider your legacy. Now, if you haven't already, I urge you to listen to my show called What is Your Legacy? And that aired on March 10th, 2018. You might see it on the list if you go to the Blog Talk Radio, Everyday Folks Radio, if you, and you go down to see the shows, you might see it twice because I aired it twice. I thought it was a really powerful show. Our legacies are so important. I love the quote by Dr. Maya Angelou. She said, I learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. That is very important. I'll say it again. I learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Instead of a wait, I created a night of reflection to remember my dad's legacy when, and that included his book entitled Reflections of a Blessed Life. This powerful book of, excuse me, of reflections and poetry, oh, excuse me, I'm having a little throat issue here. So this powerful book of reflections and poetry includes his experience in prison ministry. And some of the men who were, have since been released, actually showed up that night. That was the highlight. It was one of the highlights of the night. It was incredible to hear how he encouraged them and spoke words of wisdom that helped them get out, just touched my, just helped them when they got out, just touched my heart. It really, really did. And my cousin Avis shared a video of how his book touched her, and many others who have read it were also touched and encouraged and inspired by it. I'm so glad he got a chance to know that while he was with us. 
And as that night of reflections went on, others spoke of how he encouraged them and how he loved, how much he could see that he loved his family and his church and his ministering to those who needed help. What a great legacy. I'm a part of that legacy, and I was so inspired by all that I heard. Just think of how that would be for you to know that what you said and what you, what you did made a difference in someone else's life. You don't have to wait until you're gone. You can learn that now. Just, just, I mean, when somebody comes up to you and says, you know, what you said the other day just changed everything for me. That's a great legacy. Now, I'd like to take a moment to speak to all the encouragers listening to this broadcast. Encouragers, you are a huge blessing to so many. Some of you chose to speak to people in your times of trouble. Some of you have chosen to speak to large numbers of people, some to small. Some of you have bought broadcasts. Some of you have uh, groups that you speak to. Some of you are educators, parents. All of, all of you who are encouragers, let me, let me just tell you, you are a blessing. Someone chose not to commit suicide because of your words. During this time, a year of graduation, somebody graduated because of your encouragement. Someone released a bad relationship that was tearing them down because of what you said. Someone had just a better day because they heard from you. That's a great legacy. Please keep doing what you're doing. We need to hear from you. We need to see your words if you're a writer. You're making a difference just by being you. So thank you, and you too be encouraged. Okay, the next inspirational push is your future. Everyone should want their futures to be happy and work towards living the life they want. Now, this is a great segue to sharing my time at the Live the Life You Want event that Oprah, um, she hosted that event two or three years ago, I think. I think it was two or three years ago. It was an incredible experience. And if she does it again, I encourage you to go. Because not only did I check off that bucket list, because a lot of us have that bucket list, see Oprah in person. I checked it off, and it was exciting. But I also left feeling like I can do anything. And you owe that to yourself to attend those kind of events or listening to an inspiring pastor or teacher or speaker. It'll change your life. Now, I'm blessed to have a pastor that does that continuously at the Bethel Church. And his name is Apostle Carlos L. Malone Sr. And you can check out more on his website at www.carlosmalone.com and our church at tbcmiami.org. And I've and my pastor has something exciting coming up. I'm going to be sharing more about that. He is going to be in the podcasting world. So congratulations, Apostle Malone. Okay, I need to take a moment for my fellow believers because sometimes you, you start to feel things and, and you kind of know certain people may be thinking about certain things. So I just want to touch on this right now. Some of you may be thinking, my life does not belong to me as a believer. Therefore, I cannot live the life I want. But here's the thing that I've learned. When I discovered my true purpose, I realized that one of the most important things, and this is something that my pastor taught me and he's trying to get us to see, that your purpose is connected to your passion. And I'll lose my life as, to illustrate that point. I know for sure that I was created to write, inspire, and encourage. Therefore, this, these things, inspiration and encouragement, they have to be a part of my work on the air and in my writing. I'm passionate about these things. This is the way God created me. He gave me these gifts, and he gave you certain gifts as well. My passion is to fulfill this purpose. So when I'm broadcasting this show, writing an article for the Gospel Truth magazine or Faith Heart magazine or writing a book or a play or a movie, I am living the life I want. And, I, and the, the, the content is actually a part of my purpose. I came into the world with my passion for it. So, yes, 
You should be living your purpose. If you discovered what that is, ask yourself this question. Are you passionate about it? I'm confident that your answer is yes. So live a life you want by walking in your purpose, which is attached to your passion. Okay. Now, time for a check. Let's do an email check, a call check. Want to make sure, want to make sure. Okay. All right, so we're good. And I just wanted that you, I have some, some, uh, some powerhouse guests coming up, so stick with me. I've been talking to some people because I really want us to drive this home this year. So we're, I've got some powerful people coming on, so just stick with me. Just wanted to, that was a little commercial break. Okay, next. For your inspirational push is your money. Oh, wait a minute, another commercial break. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My numbers went really jumped on the last show, and I want to thank you so, so much for the hundreds of listeners that are out there listening to me. I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate those of you who told others about the show and just made the numbers grow. Thank you so much. If you're having listening parties or if you're listening by yourself, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that increase. And I appreciate you celebrating three years with me on my last show. Okay. The next inspirational push is your money. Uh, I see you. Some of you just sat up in your chairs. Yep, let's talk money. If you're struggling to pay your bills, that is an inspiration to turn things around. The goal is to become debt-free and stop robbing Peter to pay Paul. We all know that. You know how that works. You, you gotta, you're, you're sitting there, you're looking at your bills, and you say, okay, well, there's the rent. Well, I got to live here. I got to keep the AC going. I got to keep the lights on. So credit cards, you're going to have to wait. That Robin Peter to pay Paul. You know how that works. We don't, want, we don't want that kind of life. We want to be able to take care of our bills. We also want to be free from the heavy weight of debt. And actually do things like, oh, I don't know, take a vacation, <laughs> you know? And no, I don't mean a staycation. So many people are doing staycations, and that's great. That's fun. I'm talking about a vacation where you have to get a passport, pack a bag, go somewhere. Those are the kind of vacations I'm talking about. Vacations to places you've always wanted to go. Those dream vacations. That's what I'm talking about. Be inspired by the thought of being debt-free and enjoying life. So allow me to use my writing skills to paint a picture for you, a, a, a nice visual. You just paid off your last bill, and you're now free from all debt. While you were paying off those last bills, you create a six-month emergency fund, a nice savings, and a retirement. Now, I know Susie Orman, I, I've listened to her before, the financial guru said that you should have at least eight months to a year. For this, for this particular example, I'm just using six months just, because, just to make it, you know, just for this. But I encourage you to listen to the guru because if you can get up to a year of, of actually, and when I say emergency fund, I mean actually having, um, you say, uh, I think it's a uh, uh, at least a year's salary. Uh, don't quote me on that, but look that up. But having a solid emergency fund to where if something happens, you would be able to take care of yourself for at least six months, basically is what she says. So imagine that you've done all that. You've got your retirement fund, the savings, you're set. A few months later, you're able to stay in a five-day, four-night vacation villa on the beach. Okay, let's set the scene now, right? You have this villa, you open the, the, the doors, and the beach is right there. And the waves, and you're just hearing the waves flowing. And you're sitting there with your uh, margarita or pina colada or whatever you want. And you wake up in the morning, and instead of having a, a bagel and a cup of coffee that you have to put in the car to take you with, with you to work, you have a 
beautiful pancake breakfast or whatever you want to eat. And what is on today's journey, today's agenda? Whatever you want. How does this sound? Whatever you want. This is vacation time. And all you have to do is listen to the waves. If you want to have adventure, you have adventure. If you don't, you don't. <sighs> I don't know about you, but that inspired me to get my money right, just thinking about being able to do things like that. I remember sitting in a restaurant right once, and it was a very expensive restaurant, and it's, it had um, items on the menu that if you have to ask, you can't afford it, you know, the market price. And I was sitting around watching the people and, and knowing that some of these people, this is how they live. This is their daily life. They can do this all the time. And I just thought, wow, oh, wouldn't that be nice? Too many of us think that that is outside of the scope of our, of, our, of our life. Too many of us think that that's something that we can't get to. I say more of us can get to that than we think if we really put in the work towards it. You know, we keep hearing about this 1%, 1%. We can't get to the 1%. Well, don't don't think about it that way. I mean, you don't have to get into the the extreme wealth, but if you're in the multi-million dollar club, multi-million is more than one million, you know, if you get in, if you have five million dollars, if you have ten million dollars, I mean, just think about how you how your life can be different, you know. And you don't even have to be a millionaire. Sometimes you can be a thousandaire, but the goal is to live debt free and to be able to do what you want. So money can be an inspiration, and even more importantly than that is what you leave behind. For others and what you do for others in this world. Because a lot of people say, oh, that just sounds like greed. Not if you're thinking in terms of what you can do to make the lives of others better. So much more to the, to this, the idea of money really is. And money is not the root of all evil. It's the love of money. Okay, so let's get that straight. Now, if you're obsessed with money and that's all you think about, then that's a that's a whole other that's a whole other deal. I'm talking about those who are, are like like your Oprahs and your and your, and your Tyler Perrys that are really doing something to give back. That's a great feeling. And who wouldn't want want to live like that? That's that's inspiration. That's inspiration. The next inspirational push is family. I know my grandparents wanted more for their children, and my parents wanted even more for me. A part of our legacy is what we live for, leave for future generations. Now, I know I just talked about money, but that's, that's not everything. We have some great, great, strong, successful people that come from humble beginnings, like Oprah and Tyler Perry and Steve Harvey and Jay-Z. They didn't grow up with a lot of money, and they didn't have a huge inheritance, but they did gain an understanding of the hustle and going after what you really want. That's a great inspirational push. And they wanted great things for their families. So they did what they had to do. But it's not just about the money. It's about what you're teaching and how you're inspiring them by how you live. You know, I was, I was inspired by how my mother hustled and how she, what she did to get to where she needed to be and how others respected what she did and how others were encouraged and inspired by what she did. And that made a difference for me, just watching that. Not wealth, overly wealthy, but what I've learned means so much more, you know, because you see kids who come from wealth and they're kind of like floating through life. And that's, that's not really good. 
you want to be able to contribute to society. You want to be able to, to, to watch and see what it looks like when you actually make a difference and an impact in other people's lives and how you can make an impact in your own life. I think that's more valuable. And I think that's inspiring. And I think that's inspiring. Another push is time. None of us know how much time we have left on this earth. Now, some of, some of the times you have opportunities that come into your life, right? But no one knows how long those opportunities will present themselves. And just reasons like these make, make sure that, that you are, you're, in, you're inspired to keep going because time doesn't always wait. And no one wants to be on their deathbeds full. You want to die empty. That you, everything you wanted to do, you've done. You don't want to have your life flashing before your eyes thinking, oh, my God, I didn't do that. That was very important. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a depressing thing that so many people have done, and you don't want to be that. You know, I heard something that was so sad. It says, Many of the greatest ideas lie in a cemetery. Don't do that to yourself. Go after everything while you, while you still can, while, you, while you're here. My parents have witnessed great talents locked behind the bars of prison ministry. When they go into prison ministry, there are so many giftings locked behind bars. Some of them will never have the opportunity to live out their passions outside those bars. Just think about that. And now I want you to imagine thinking up an idea and watching someone else gain success from it. Let's talk about that. Only because you didn't act. Imagine saying no to an opportunity out of fear, then later hearing that the opportunity's presenter had to go to a second choice because the first, you, passed it up. Then imagine that person doing a mediocre job knowing that you would have been great. Time is not always on our side. Opportunities don't stick around waiting for us to figure things out. You have to act. You may not have all the money or the resources you need, but you have to keep moving forward anyway. I don't have all the money that I need to publish my book right now, but I finished it and it's in editing. I pushed myself to do this. I moved forward anyway, fully believing that provisions will be made. When you know that God has put something in your heart to do, he'll make a way. Keep moving forward. I have made, oh, I have made that mistake too many times of stopping because I just got frustrated or I was fearful. I'm not going to make that mistake again, and you shouldn't either. The reality may be, and this is something else. The reality may be that you, what you're trying to do may not be what's holding you back. It's all the things you're trying to accomplish. So if you haven't already, listen to my last show. I talked about the merry-go-round. When you have too much going on and you end up spinning out of control, you can move forward when you're, you can't move forward when you're spinning. You know, when you're spinning, what you, it's going to continue to go in circles. It's not going to move forward. Plus, you cannot, you cannot continue doing things well while you're spinning. Because you, you even imagine yourself, you're off balance and you're spinning. How can you do things well by doing that? That, that, doesn't, make, that doesn't make sense. And sometimes you have to make tough decisions. And it wasn't easy for me to decide to step down from the South Florida Writers Board, because I had, but I had to. Because I needed, they needed someone who can give 100% when called upon, and I couldn't promise that. So I did it for myself, and I did it for the board. Sometimes we have to make some gut-riching decisions when we know that some of these other decisions, other things that we're doing may take us off focus, you know, because you're just doing too much. You have to, you have to kind of focus. You have to focus, focus, focus. But it's not a time to quit. It's just a time to rearrange. And that's what I had to do. And when you do make these kinds of decisions, 
you'll be freed up to do what you need to do in order to succeed in the area that you're currently working in. And if you, so if you've been juggling, juggling a lot of things and getting nowhere, it's time to make some decisions. Again, time will not wait for you to wake, make up your mind. Once you know, move. There's no time for waiting. You got to act. All right, 240. Let's see if we have any calls or emails. And hey, 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 I have an email from Sylvia. Sylvia, you're, you're listening. She says, Thank you for the shout out. You're welcome. And uh, she says, And for the inspirational conversations we have. Yes, we did. Great conversation. She says, you have inspired me to reflect on my life and get on track and with my journey of success. Awesome. You have encouraged me to put my goals into the right perspective and stay focused while not wasting time being distracted. I love your words of encouragement that you're inspiring me to move forward with my talents and purpose in life. I'm truly enjoying your show, and you are doing and you are doing what you're doing to inspire so many people. God bless you. God bless you too, Sylvia. Thank you so much. Oh, this is awesome. Kip J. Hey, Capri. How you doing? I stay inspired by, by taking time. I'm sorry. I'm going to start again. Capri says, I stay inspired by taking time to look around. Hmm. I look at all the things around me and then use it to as a constant reminder that I'm sorry, that's, uh, oh, okay, that the stories, the stores, cars, buildings, electronics, furniture, clothes, etc., were once someone else's idea. They were once all a thought. Now that thought has become a reality to that person. I know my ideas are are manifesting. Congrats on your three years. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. I, you know what? I like that, Capri, because it's true. And <laughs> Sylvia and I were talking about that, too. I, you know, the post-it notes. Post-it notes. You, you have a little back. You have a little strip that sticks to paper. And you can put it on, on paper as a reminder. Somebody just came up with that. You know, and all these things are just ideas. And next thing you know, they're multimillionaires. The guy that came up with, with reality TV, I don't know how many billions of dollars this man has. But all he, he just said, let's do a reality show. Now you can't get away from reality shows. It's amazing. So she's so right. It just, somebody else just had an idea. You know, everything, a car, anything, clothing, it's just an idea. And now they're, they're successful. So, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for that. And thank you for letting me know how I I have inspired you, um, Sylvia. I appreciate it. This, all the love and support that I've received, I really, really appreciate it. And that's why I wanted to do uh, a show about inspiration. Okay, now, if you don't have your pens and paper already, go ahead and, and get that because I'm going to have some information for you to write down in a few moments. So get, get your pens and pads ready. Another inspirational push is your work. Imagine putting in an hours of work to accomplish something just to let it sit. Many of us done that. It's time to stop. If you have done a great deal of work on something, on a project, don't be so quick to pick up something else. Finish the work you've already done and find a way to make that happen. Because I can tell you that sometimes that work that you put out, it can get pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, and then you don't accomplish it at all. And all that work would have gone to waste. Don't do that to yourself. Look back at that project. Maybe you need to make some changes to it. Maybe you need to update it. You know, maybe that's something that you did in the 70s. Okay, maybe some things are not as relevant. But you can do something, some things to make it relevant. Don't just throw all that work away. Find a way to make it work. 
Now, I'm going to throw a wrench in it, but stick with me. Stick with me. Jennifer Lopez, she has a clothing line, perfume line, acting career, singing career, dancing career. Her, her star is in the stratosphere somewhere. She is it's off the chart. But notice something about her career. And notice something about all that she's doing. When she got started, she struggled dancing and auditioning as an actress and dance and mostly dancer. And you remember back back in the day of the Fly Girl and, and all the, and all these different avenues that she took. And there's some videos of her pushing her way forward to make sure that she's featured as a dancer. She hustled and she concentrated on what she could produce at that time her raw talent. It wasn't until she became an international star, J-Lo, that she started to her clothing and perfume line. So think about that. What I'm saying is if you're a person that has many ideas and many different things that you want to do, and I get that because I am one of those people, slow down and look what you can do right now with the resources that you have today. When Jennifer gained success, she also gained resources that helped her invest in the other things. That was the biggest lesson I got recently that really made a difference for me. What is it that I can, with the resources I have right now, that I can do to to make progress? Because I have a lot of different things I want to do. But what is the one thing that I have the resources to make happen now? Then when I make that happen, then I can use the resources that I gain to do the other things. Because the other things don't have to, they don't have to go away. They just have to wait. So if you're a person that has all these ideas, don't necessarily just say goodbye to everything, but don't don't spend time frustrating yourself year after year of trying to make all these things work when some of those things just need to wait. Not everything has to be done right now. Some things are meant for a few months. Some things are meant for a, in a few years. All right, time for the pens and paper. Make a list. Make a one long list, right? And... On that list, I, I encourage you to put it in a Word document. So on your list, make your list in a Word document or an Excel spreadsheet, whichever one is, is good for you. But put it into something where you can sort it So after you, you've made the list, so you can sort it in alphabetical order. That way it's easier on the eyes, right, and you can figure the, these things out. Then create categories, business, personal, fitness, finance, um, spiritual, whatever. Make your your various lists, you know, and then take the items from the big list and put it into the different categories. This will give you a real time, a realization, really, of where you are and where you want to be. Now that you have a clear picture of all the different categories that, that really mean something to you, then you can start to see, okay, now, what can I do right now? What do I need to do in a few months? What do I need to do next year? And when you're looking at these lists, start to think about what your immediate needs are. So if one of your immediate needs, and you, you must, 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 pay off a certain debt, that you need to be concentrating on that financial category and how you're going to make that happen. If, you're, if you've got this business going, you've got people that are depending on you, then you need to be looking at that business category. And you, you, so just think, what right now, today, this is the most pressing. Pull that category out and start working on it. And you'll start to see those, those other categories, some of the other categories, they may have to wait. And some of them may have to go all together. Because, what, because you may be thinking, wait a minute, that's something I wanted to do when I was 25. But we grow. 
some things that I want to do as, as a 25-year-old, I don't want to do anymore. So that's another thing. Some, you look at some of those things that have to go, they have to go in the garbage. <laughs> that's, 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 that's not a part of your life anymore. So do that thing. Your list, alphabetize them, create your categories, and start to really realize what needs to be done now, later, future, or not at all. And I wish you great success on this exercise. I hope it helps. It helped me, so I hope it helped you. Okay, so I did my check for my calls and my emails. 250, oh, my goodness. Okay, 250, we have 10 minutes left in the show. I'm going to move on to the next push, opportunities. I touched based on this. I touched on this before, and I think it's important to speak on again. We all know how long certain opportunities will present themselves, and we don't want to miss out. Now, don't get completely caught up in this. This is something we've heard before, but don't get completely caught up in it. What is meant for you is for you. This is true. This is a true statement. However, some of us take it a little too far. This doesn't mean that you wait 25 years till you get yourself together and then, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it now. No, no. Remember, time is moving forward. We ain't got time for you to wait 25 years to figure this thing out. Once you know that the opportunity is for you, move. Move on it. When Billy offered me this show, I, I didn't have – he wasn't going to sit there and wait for me to figure this out and say, well, does she have the nerve or not? No, he ain't got time for that. So I put the fear aside, and I did the show. And my first shows were terrible, but I stuck it out. And three years later, I'm here, and people have been inspired and have been encouraged. I've had on amazing guests. I've had some of the, the, the had, um, opportunities that come out of the show. I've, I've had um, speaking engagements, and, and, and I took all kinds of leaps. Trust me, just take a chance on you. Take a chance on you. You ain't got a lot of time. Just take the chance. If you know you're ready, you know that you know that you know you're ready, you're ready. If God wants something to happen, it will happen whether you choose to accept your calling or not. Don't be surprised if somebody else is doing what you were supposed to do years ago. And don't get mad and frustrated and quit trying. If you're still breathing, even though somebody else might be doing that thing that you were supposed to do, if you're still breathing, God is not through with you yet. Get your new direction and get going. Because maybe you're supposed to do it in a different way. You know, so many people are trying to... um, do oh somebody else has already done it before, but they didn't do it the way you're going to do it. Think about that. So it's not time to be to quit. Keep going. The next push is our journeys. Don't be concerned about what they say when God is ready to bless you. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me let me backtrack because this is actually a quote that I got. I'm about to mess that up. This is a quote. Don't be concerned about what they say. When God gets ready to bless you, he is not going to consult them anyway. This is a quote from Ricardo Malone's book, Divine Inspirations, Words to Inspire, Volume 1, which is now available on his website, ricardomalone.com, R-I-C-A-R-D-O-M as a Mary, A-L-O-N as a Nancy, E.com. I'm going to read that again. Don't be concerned about what they say. When God gets ready to bless you, he's not going to consult them anyway. It pains me to know that many people will stop moving forward on their journeys towards realizing their journeys, realizing their passions based on what someone else has said. They were nowhere near you when God told you what you're going to do in your life, when God gave you that confirmation. And they don't get to live your life. And most importantly, they don't have to answer 
for you not fulfilling your purpose. So who cares what they have to say? Once you have your confirmation, they don't have anything to do with it. Nothing. You don't need their approval to move forward. What you need is for them to step aside and stop blocking your progress. You may need to say goodbye and cut the relationship. If they're family, you can't do that. But like I said before, you can stop having this particular conversation about your journey and your passions with them. You can cut them off from that. All right, 255, so I'm going to move forward because I like this other quote, um, excuse me, from Ricardo Malone. <clears throat> Having throat issues today. I apologize, y'all. So Ricardo Malone also writes, don't get a DUI trying to drive someone else's dream. I like that. <laughs> Stop driving under the influence of someone else and allow them to take you off course. You have your own journey. They have theirs. That's a mic drop moment. Thank you, Ricardo Malone. I love it. I love it. So I'm going to have to move forward because it's 256. I was going to talk about something else, but a little bit of what I wanted. I just want to put put this in there. I'm going I'm to I'm push this in there in my last four minutes. I love watching uplifting videos. I love the one with the adorable baby having a full conversation with his father. Did you see that? It's so cute. He's sitting there in the chair, and they're watching TV, and they're just having a conversation. It's got 47 million hits and made CNN news. It is so cute. You have to check it out if you haven't done it. But these kind of stories, like the little boy giving out hugs, the elderly man going around talking to and putting smiles on the faces of cancer patients. I mean, we have to be reminded that there are people out there in this world that are trying to be inspiring and encouraging. It's not all doom and gloom. So don't get on the roller coaster of the temporary highs and the dramatically scary lows called today's breaking news. Don't get on that roller coaster. There's a world of inspiration out there. Tap into it. And ask yourself, what inspires me? Are these chaotic times getting in the way of my inspiration, and what am I going to do about it? And finally, if you don't feel inspired at all, ask yourself why. And what are you going to do to get inspired? I provided a lot of different options on this show, and if you need to play it back, play it back. Share it with other people that may not feel inspired as well because it's time to get your inspiration back. You have been listening to Journey into Passion with the DKS on Everyday Folks Radio. I hope you found some inspiration and some encouragement and gained some life lessons that will help you move forward on your journey to begin to realize your passions. We are six months into the rear of realization. Let's get it going. You can catch up on Everyday Folks Radio programming by going to www.blogtalkradio.com slash everydayfolksradio. BJ Speaks will air its next episode on Tuesday, June 18th at 10 a.m. He's going to be interviewing author Sanetta Anthony, and you can see her books, including A Home for Sally, right on Amazon. And make sure you're keeping up with the ladies of Keeping Up with K-Pop. Every other Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, they are back. They are back from a short hiatus, and they're going to be talking about BTS. Get your teenage daughters. If you don't know BTS, learn who they are, and I'm telling you, 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 you'll be happy you did because they are really big. Make sure to come back on June 22nd at 2 p.m. for another episode of Journey to Passion with the UKS. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. As always, I wish you great success on your journey into your passions. Do something good for yourself. Enjoy yourself. Be inspired. Do something inspirational for somebody else. Encourage people. Encourage yourself. Don't give up. Keep going on this journey. Inspire yourself. Inspire somebody else. And listen, 
like I said before, time is not going to wait for you. So if you're inspired to do something, if you aspire to do something today, start today. And I look forward to hearing about it soon. Take care.